Welcome everybody to Haunting Live Podcast this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, This is our first official week over on our YouTube channel, so if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel yet, please head over there and uh, click the like button on this video as well as hit the subscribe button on your way out. We appreciate it very, very much. Um, But basically, this week we have reached episode number 35 of season 2, and we are very happy to have on the show a medium from Rhode Island uh, called Savannah Martin. She's known as the Rhode Island medium, and she joins us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is going to be wonderful. Well, we're so so, uh, happy to have you here, and um, it's our pleasure to have you on the show this week. So we're looking forward to talking to you today, first of all, about how you got into the paranormal and sort of what that is all about on your side. How did you first get into the paranormal things? So when I was a very young kid, I actually used to see some orbs in my room and dark dark figures, and I I was very afraid of the dark. Um, So I I remember as a little kid when I... It was right when we had like one computer for the whole house um, and I would go on and I Google ghosts and like look into it to see, understand them, but I would also get very freaked out. Um, and then as I got older, I, I was like interested in tarot cards and psychics. I thought they were so cool. I like just, and I always had crazy experiences as psychics that would give me very detailed, like my friend would get, get like an okay reading, but mine would be like everything coming through spot on. And it was just like nuts. So from there, um, my boss, I was working at Carolyn's Sakonet Vineyard. It's actually in Little Compton, Rhode Island. Um, and it's a very spiritual location. Um, and so with that, I, my boss told me the very first day we worked together that she was like, Savannah, I wanted to let you know that like, I can kind of talk to dead people. And I thought it was the coolest thing. I asked her a bajillion questions and um, six, five or six days later, I was learning the tasting bar um, in the vineyard in like the main lounge, I would say area. And um, then I was having lunch and I was sitting just in a regular, um, it was actually where the public could come and eat lunch as well. So it was very nice, um, beautiful area. And um, a woman walked up to me and she said, um, may I take a seat? And I said, absolutely. Um, she said, I'm a psychic and I'm here to give you a message. And I was like, okay, um, I'll, I've never had anything like this happen before. Also six days earlier, my boss had told me she's a psychic. So I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so she sits down and she then divulges my entire life to me um and it was a ton of things that it was just brand new I was on a huge pivotal point in my life I had just um my mom and I had just moved out um from the house I grew up with from my dad and it was just very challenging for me and I was just 
Um, I transferred, I was playing field hockey in college, but I wrecked my ankle and I actually had to transfer to URI and, and um, be back at home. So it was just total shift of energy. Um, and with that came this awakening when she said, I have a spiritual gift and it's about to be unleashed. And I was like, am I in a movie? Like, what is happening? Like, excuse me. I'm also crying because what she's saying is so right on the money and just like what I needed to hear, but also not what I needed to hear at work. <laughs> so with that, it was just crazy chaotic energy and shifts that I could not, it, the best way to describe it is a rainbow tornado. Um, and just shifting all my energy through me. And from there, I was driving home that day. Um, everyone was very kind and sent me home that day. They were very nice. And they were like, we can't believe this happened. Oh my God, go home. See you tomorrow. Don't worry about it. And my boss was like, text me when you get home. Cause little did we know what was about to be actually unleashed. So that day I was driving home. I was actually driving to my boyfriend at the time's house. And um, I was driving and I get pulled straight out of my body and I'm fully in a white room and I am like, what is happening? But I'm very calm all of a sudden out of nowhere. It's such a sense of every, every sense of my being was just at peace. And a little boy was just sitting on like a block, like a big white block. And he was kind of kicking his feet and he said, he was like laughing at me. He goes, everything's going to be okay. And I was like, oh my, I just knew everything was. And I got shoved straight back into my body. I was driving. Um, obviously, I'm also like a 19 year old girl. So like, I'm like, I can't, hang. like, this is too much for anyone. Um, but like, also just like, this does not happen to, I've never heard a story that someone has had this similar kind of experience. So I pulled over um, and I just cried. I couldn't believe what was happening. And then I went home later that night. And um, it was really interesting because I could start talking to the ghosts in my house from that point on. So yeah, that's how I kind of, I chose, well, I chose the path in my soul contract, but um, <laughs> how kind of it's really played out very dramatically <laughs> well there's no real time where your guides actually communicate with you they do it on their own time right so when your guides have a message for you they really have a message for you especially in your case oh. it sounds like so yeah they're like oh she's she's starting to wake up she's interested okay let's get her bam and it was just it was a wild ride for and it still is i'm not gonna lie um, being a psychic medium, the walk that it is, is not an easy journey in any way, shape or form. It is wild and crazy and beautiful. Do not get me wrong. Um, but it is not for the faint of heart, for sure. <laughs> no, for sure. So after that experience that you had at your work of all places that actually, yeah. you know, and it was also you. my first internship. So just to give you a little bit more perspective, like, I was raised in a household where professionalism is key. So like I had been a server and worked in um, different at coffee shops and doing this and that. Um, but this was my first, like really trying to make a name for myself and network my way through this job. And by 
the first weekend, it was just like, I had been fully, all of the shields I had up had been ripped. And I mean, ripped right from me. But the people loved me as well. And they, they just couldn't believe what had happened because it was so euphoric is the word that's coming to mind. Like it was just something you can't even put into words they, and they witnessed it and they just could not, they really felt for me and respected me for being vulnerable, but also just saying, you know, like I'm going to do everything I can to work my butt off to really make this work. And they really saw another side of me. And actually my boss um, at the time, she's now one of my best friends. So <laughs> we've been doing our journey together for sure. Well, that was going to be one of my next questions anyways, was um, after you had that experience, um, what sort of um, continued experiences did you have afterwards? Was it more mind-blowing experiences or did it kind of go in stages? Like, did you have um, small experiences or did it just kind of explode? No, it kind of hit me between the eyes quite a few times. Um, so what happened kind of right after there, so I think of, my journey personally has been very much like a roller coaster. So you're going to have your crazy waves of spirituality, and then you're going to have your like real grounding work that you need to learn to do in the physical to help you throughout your journey. Um, so with mine, it's kind of chunks of period and time, um, kind of rotating back and forth. Um, and eventually it'll, I will balance the energy out enough where they um, work together in my business and my life and everything. So um, it's very interesting. I started with crazy experiences in the what I call I call it 3D just because it's like whenever I would go to like 3D movies when things would like jump out at me. I, I That's how I kind of put it into phrase. But like, um, I was just things were especially in my house, my house was extremely haunted. Um, I mean, we are there's constantly moving water under me. Um, and there's a fresh spring at the end of my street. Um, we also are at the end of the bay. So because of all of this water, that means a lot of spiritual activity. Because as you may know, I'm not sure if you know, but a lot of people know ghosts travel through um, mirrors and water and pipes and things of that nature. Um, so really, I was like, at a portal. Um, I'm still by a portal. <laughs> um, and with all these energies coming through, I was pretty much had a fluorescent sign saying open, open. And I um, had spirits coming to me all the time through my dreams. I just had no control of it. Um, and that's when spirits kind of started to get into my physical 3D, my space. And that's when it was a lot of fear I had because it was just so crazy to me that things could make sounds like scissors snipping. When I had um, Anthony, he was a barber who actually um, is one of my like spirit guides um, and protectors on the this plane. Um, but he comes through um, from the astral to protect me on the astral. Um, so he actually had owned the house um, originally and built the house um and he was a barber but um I could not I when I started hearing snipping and my mom was the only one who was in the house with me she was asleep um and, there, and we had all the doors locked and I was inside I was like what is happening it like freaked me out to another level little did I know like Anthony was a is a 
such like a friend, a soul that I will always recognize from this point forward. But like, I could not handle that. And then I had another bad energy come behind me and go <sighs> right in my ear. And I was just like, and I could sense it in the back corner of my room. And it was like coming closer. I was like, back up, get off, like get off. I was not being kind at, at all. And I was being spicy, I will say. And <laughs> so I was like, get away. And it was not listening. And then I got into my space. And of course that scared me. So then it fed off that energy. And I was like, so mad, also so frightened at the time. So I like ran into my room, like totally like, and, but now I know how to handle those spirits. And like, they don't even come near me because like, I got my boundaries down. Like, no, thank you. I have my protections up. I really like try and focus on love and positivity now. Um, not kind of opening myself up to that lower astral. Um, and that has really changed the game for me um, and really helped me out for my gift and development. So what exactly do you do then for protection for yourself when you are dealing with spirits like that? Like you had a lot of stuff seems to be just like thrust upon you in a short amount of time. And you had yeah, to sort it was of self-develop your own techniques, time, like, right? Things so. were getting crazy. Mm. So what do you do for protection then for yourself to let only what spirit you want to communicate with? Yeah. So the biggest thing, one thing I always like to tell people is like, and this is also if you're just like interested in talking to spirit and like talking, communicating with ghosts, um, especially if you're trying to communicate with ghosts and not past relatives, very big difference. They're on a different vibration. Um, totally one opposite of the spectrum ghosts are kind of souls that are either don't know if they've passed or they're stuck or they need feel like they want to stay or attach themselves to the land then we have the more um spirit that has crossed over that bridge that to the other side and kind of like movie soul i like to say <laughs> and crossed on over to that other side and really done that work to be able to come back through the higher vibration. So what I've done and learned how to protect myself is one, just understanding what my energy feels like. And that's just sitting with myself and sensing what's going on, not just right in front of me, but also above me, below my feet, behind my, the, my back. So many people forget about a huge line as right down your spine that people always tend to forget when they're doing their own energetic cleanse. So I do a great energetic cleanse through my mind. So it's almost like every, like nothing is can go through the shield that I'm putting up. It is fully of my center and I'll center my energy by bringing it all to the center of my being and I'll bust it out as hard and fast as I can. And then I'll come bring it in and I'll seal it off. Once I seal my energy off, and this is all in my mind, this is not anything wild or crazy. It is all within my mind's eye. And you feel it. You can feel the energy behind it and the power. And you can almost hear how I'm speaking about it is a different sense of power that you have. Because at the end of the day, you are stronger. You are a life you are a life force energy. Um, ghosts don't have a body to live in, to create energy. They have to feed off of energy. So once I understood the dynamic here, I understood that I was in the power position. Um, and then I also, I'm a huge crystal girl. I love my crystals. 
They, um, yes, they're amazing. I like, honestly, if you crystals were a real great godsend for me when I first was getting into this. Um, also when I was like a little girl, my favorite shop was, um, a shop called the grateful heart in Wickford. And it was a crystal shop. Um, and it was actually like known in Wickford and open for many, many, many years. Um, unfortunately had to close, but, um, but it was just, even my mom says like, it's so funny. Cause back then, like, I just thought you liked rocks and I, because I did just like rocks cause I was attracted to their vibration. Um, but did we understand that? No, I just love to uh, like my amethyst or my, this, and having those in your hand really helps you connect with that energetic of protection. Black tourmaline, fabulous. Tiger's eye, hematite. Hematite, you do have to cleanse though frequently or else the energy just kind of dumps itself right next to you, um, which you don't want. That's one thing that's not always said about hematite. Um, But I am a big crystal girl, love the crystals. Um, I have like a crystal pouch that I'll carry person if I don't have crystal jewelry which I do a lot as well um another thing is that I really love is Epsom salt baths so Epsom salt baths are fabulous one for your health but also um because too the Epsom salt um is an earth energy so you're bringing that water which is the bath itself then you have the earth energy then you put in some essential oils so now your air your air energetic is coming into play. Then you light a candle. Now we have fire. Then you call into spirit. Now you have a whole circle of protection around you and an energetic that's so beautifully divine. And then use the essential oils to what you're trying to do for yourself, whether that's self-care, whether it's your manifesting, it's all like hand in hand. At the end of the day, we all just want to be better people and live better lives and have positive life for everyone else. Um, So I really have found those not only help for protection, but they just help for my spiritual well-being. Um, I actually take an Epsom salt bath. My doctors actually told me to take one, but I take one anyway because they're just, it's almost like my meditation. Um, It's a very, I have a routine and it's um, made my life a lot better and it makes me feel better too. Um, Not only on the physical, but on the uh, energetic, spiritual as well. Right. So do you find that doing those things uh, day to day help you with your clients as well? Like I'm assuming you have clients that come to you for sessions and stuff like that. So um, how does that help you day to day with your client work? Yeah. So when um, it helps me a lot, because at the end end of the day, my job is to create an energetic atmosphere where my client feels able to be completely vulnerable because we're going to discuss things that you don't discuss with your everyday person, or even your closest person that you have to you, you may not even have divulged some information that will come up in these readings. Um, So with that, I'll create an energetic bubble between the two of us. And I don't need to be in the physical space. Um, So I give people readings in the Netherlands. I've given readings for people, um, actually um, a few people in Toronto, all over the United States as well few clients in California. So, and I'm in Rhode Island. So that's literally opposite side of the country, um, opposite sides of the world I've done. So with that, um, I have learned how to make an energetic protection bubble around not only me, but my client, and also make sure that they can do the healing work and provide them with the support. So with that, that's a lot of energy I'm running um, to make sure that's prior to me channeling. 
Um, that's just to make sure that we're setting and we're in a safe space and whatever comes up, it's going to be okay. And I'm going to get us both through this together because at my, my job is to help you heal through your journey. And so with that, it's like doing those Epsom salt baths. I end up after a reading, I have more information coming through and I actually have to do a close down process where I have to kind of let spirit go. But with that, I have to do my own spiritual and energetic hygiene, um, which would be um, some people do saging um, or incense and things like that. But for me, that's an, that's an Epsom salt bath with the oils and the candles. And just really, I have these beautiful, they're called crystal journey candles. I'm obsessed with them. And they have Reiki infused in the candles. Um, and I can get I think, believe you can get them at Whole Foods, which is, or on Amazon, I also, but Crystal Journey Candles, I believe it's out of Connecticut. And honestly, I do those with almost every bath. And if you are one who doesn't know how to like manifest or don't, don't always have the right wording, um, they always have a little card. So if there's one for protection, which is amazing. The energetic protection behind it is fabulous. But then they have ones like dreams and love and self-love and housewarming. So there's definitely, those candles have played a huge um, role in my own journey. Um, and I'm not sponsored by them. I just love them. <laughs> so let's go and talk a little bit next about um, some more experiences that you've had. So now you've developed sort of your technique, you know how to protect yourself, you know how to pass it on to your clients when you do your work day to day. Um, so using your gifts that you have, sort of what experiences have you had in the past that really stood out to you? What if, so there's two kinds of experiences. So uh, the crazier experiences I've, I've had have been a lot on my own personal journey. And when I'm just doing my own work, inner work, um, one of the crazier experiences that I love is the ability I've had to tap into my own past lives. And I have lived on three different houses on the same street. Um, I'm as energetically connected to this land as I think you can get. Um, and so because of that, I very early on, I identified a Native American spirit that was in the back corner of my um, my house in the, in the backyard. And I had an actual... Um, uh, my mom brought in a professional psychic medium to come in and just tap in and see, kind of gauge what, what's going on. She just kind of wanted to make sure that everything was okay. Um, and when I was like, do you sense the Native American spirit back there? And she said, she's like, hold on a second. And she had to kind of push her energy out a little further. And then she said, yeah, I, I can't believe you can sense him. Uh, so then... I found out he was a protector of mine. And then I found out that I had lived um, as a Native American on this land. And on that land, I had, um, I was a warrior. And with that, I actually got thrown off my horse um, in a battle with a, against another tribe. And I actually got completely stepped on by my horse, but not stepped on like smushed by my horse. Um, and it didn't kill me, um, but it had, turned my path in such a way that had made me actually shift um, to be an energetic healer because I had to learn 
how to heal my body from such turmoil and in such shambles to a place of really energetic beauty to also not only take that walk, but also help others on their walk and healing journeys. And I became the medicine man of that tribe. Um, I don't know the name of it, um, of the tribe. I, I, that doesn't come to me, but I have vivid, vivid details. Um, and that was honestly like one of the craziest things to have these floods and floods of, um, it's almost like it's crazy. It's like literally putting my, taking my eyes out and putting it in that person, like that lifetime and seeing it all. And it's just truly amazing and incredible. Um, that's probably one of my favorites. Um, because I also tap in with that energetic a lot because now, um, that pain that I had suffered in that past life, I actually have chronic pain. Um, that I have to deal with in my everyday life right now, which is very challenging for me. Um, but that has come through that, that energetic is coming through and I'm doing the karmic work to balance that out and therefore live pain free. Um, That's and do interesting that do. it transfers from one lifetime to another like that. You actually have that yes. pain with you still from that you had before. And, it's, bu- and it's full body pain, unfortunately. Um, I have what's called L. Hairs Danlos syndrome, um, which means your joints are so flexible that you're, um, you can dislocate um, very easily. So with that, I have been struggling with pain um, for a few, quite a few years now, um, but it's been a balance. But I know that doing this work and doing the spiritual work has helped dramatically with my physical and how I'm feeling. Um, it's definitely all connected. There's no question. Does the healing work that you do help you then? Like when you do it on yourself, do you find improvement just using, I guess, even absolutely just how I feel in my everyday? Yeah, Yeah, when I'm connected and I'm more tuned in, um, which has come with longer and longer periods of tuned in and shorter periods of kind of in that energetic where you're kind of closed off to spirit. Um, but a few it'll. Now it's more like a few weeks to a month where it used to be months to a year at a time um, when it first kind of started rolling. But um, with that energy shift and with having be more in tune, it has dramatically affected everything in the best way. Well, that's good. I think you can actually learn from that too. You can learn from your past experiences, especially if you have that past life connection with the energy that you work with, right? You can learn and use those techniques in today's life as well. Yeah. Journeying has done really great things for me and also just seeing coming. Hold on. Let me get this right. Coming through spirit to look at your body from a different perspective is really a great way to energetically cleanse yourself. And I'm being called to talk about this because it's one way people can see, um, it's almost, think of remote viewing. Um, So how you can psychically tap in and, but you're just doing it to yourself. So you're just doing it to above, right above your head. Um, And you can see almost like a 360 view of your whole body and your aura and really take a look at it. And if you see something that's darker or something that's not feeling right or, and, and feel it in your body too, because a lot of the times what you're seeing in your mind's eye is connected to what you're feeling in your body. Like right now, like there's tension right here and I can sense it. And it's, it's a matter of tapping in and saying, okay, well, what do I have to do to pull this out? Or 
what do I have to work on to make myself in a better headspace to get to my most authentic self and my happiest self, but also to get more psychically in tune. It's all connected. And it's really, that's what I feel like is almost missed right now. Right. I think a lot more people these days, especially since a lot more are home these days, they're also more focusing on their own energies as well. So I think that's really important these days, especially to focus on that, your own energy, basically. So exactly. Sense your energy and get a, once you start getting a sense of where your energy is, and even when you interact with people and and it's a good interaction, sense your energy after that, take a minute. It doesn't even take a minute. It takes about three seconds to be like, whoa, I feel that. Like I feel that positive interaction or I feel that not so good vibe. Like I better like steer clear or just maybe reflect and say, why am I feeling like this? Is it, is it a me problem or is it a them problem? (laughs) Exactly. It may help you out in even life situations too that way. So you might be picking up on somebody else's empathic abilities or something as well. Right. And you have to sort those out too. So Exactly. I have a feeling, oh, I have, I have a definite feeling that a lot of your listeners are empaths. And um, with that, this is being empathic is a gift if you learn how to use it to your advantage. And by that, I mean, learning your energy, sensing your energy, feeling when things are off before you do something, getting in tune, intuitive, getting in line with what you're trying to feel for your best self. Once you start going with the flow, I feel like that's so understated to just go with the energy. Stop resisting. Like just stop resisting. It's okay. It's going to go fine. I guarantee you things are going to get crazy, but it's definitely worth it. And you're going to be so much happier on the other side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like going full circle almost with your experience that you had when you first had your experience, as you were saying at the first of the show today, about how you're pulled out of your body and you went to meet the little boy there and he told you, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And I was, I just knew, I, I knew. And then I always wanted to be an international business. That was my, what I thought. I, I loved watching, like I loved watching Shark Tank as a kid and all these other shows. Um, and it was really interesting and I loved it. And then all of a sudden, everything shifted and I was told I was psychic medium and I knew I was like oh this is this is what I meant to do not necessarily international business that that is not the path that I was meant to walk for this lifetime the world is ready for this gift I have had this gift for many lifetimes and I've been like many other psychic mediums burned at the stake you name it like crazy things have happened in past lives that is just traumatic so we have all woken up together saying let's let's do this it's time but with that comes a ton of healing and a ton of work that is a lot to unpack and it's just definitely a wild ride (laughs) yeah anything in the paranormal is a wild ride uh, especially if you're just learning to how to control your abilities like i'm sure a lot of people are these days so um, with oh, that, right. I usually ask this of our guests, and I'll ask it of you as well. Um, since we are spending a lot of time at home these days with the pandemic and everything else, people are sensing a lot more. They might be seeing things that they're not used to. Um, what advice would you have for somebody that is in that situation? 
Yeah. I, I love this question. Oh, I just got chills. Such good vibes. Like I, this is totally something a lot of people need right now because I'm seeing, so I'm tapping into the collective of your viewers. And what am I, what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a lot of people seeing shadow people. Um, AKA it looks like a figure. You don't know exactly what it is, but it's, you sense something's there. It's not great, but you're like, am I just seeing something? It's total, totally normal to question your head. I'm not really seeing something or like, I don't think that's really there, but like, ah, kind of like stress. Know that your power, you are the one that is living. You are the strong one in the situation. Call on Archangel Michael if you have any like worry or stress or he is your hook up for protection. Archangel Michael, just say, Archangel Michael, please come and protect me. And this isn't so much like the angels you think of when you think of Christmas time. Like these angels are bad ass. They come in with their swords, slicing things up, dicing things that aren't ready, like aren't supposed to be there. They hook it up and know that they have your back. That is their purpose. And angels can be in multiple places at one time. And that is so important to remember. Um, if you continue to see things and I always say, tell it, yell at it to get away and get angry with your fear Take it, transmute that energy into anger. It is a very easy to do instead of taking like happiness into anger, like because those are on different sides of the spectrum. But when you have fear and anxiety and stress, you, if you channel it down your chakras, just sense your energy pushing it down and get angry and then yell at it literally in the physical yell at it if you can't yell at it in the physical scream it in your mind and i would highly recommend getting everyone says sage and palo santo but listen i'm gonna be real if you have spirits that are continuously coming sage and palo santo are only gonna last you like a hot minute and maybe in a half and then they're gonna be coming right back in I would highly recommend getting black salt, which is tourmaline and salt crushed together, putting it in four corners of your room or your house. Um, selenite, fabulous. I would get some selenite towers, put those in the corners of your room. Um, black tourmaline, those are great, great. You know, I love a great rosemary bundle. Tie it up, hang it so it can dry, and then you can burn the rosemary. That's a higher protection and a higher frequency than sage. Um, sage is more towards the lower astral, but rosemary is kind of coming in from a different angle. As um, It sounds funny, but it's just a very different vibrational frequency of protection. And Or you can do sage and rosemary if you're feeling like you could use a little oomph. Um, but those are really the keys to spiritual protection and success in the beginning. Also, just know that you're not going crazy. The whole world is getting woken up. Um, <laughs> it's a lot to take in. Take a deep breath. Get a glass of water. Know you're okay. Do not feel like you need to dive in headfirst to everything spiritual. Don't because all you'll do is energetically blow yourself up, which will cause chaos throughout your life. And it's not always a great time. I'm going to be honest <laughs> from someone who's done it. 
unfortunately. <laughs> it's not worth it. But know that journal about your experiences, share your experiences. Not everyone's going to be open to it, but know that the people that are supposed to walk on this path with you will stay on this path with you. And the ones who are supposed to fall back and live their own journeys and live their own lives are going to do so. And that's okay. Um, but it can sometimes feel lonely when you get to a point where you can see spirits and you can see ghosts and no one else can. Um, but just know, I believe in you and I know how it is from my own personal experience. Things get crazy and it's a lot to take in, but you're going to be okay. You're going to be safe. Just know I'm sending healing protection and, and energy that just is going to banish any bullshit that is coming your way. Okay. <laughs> that's absolutely amazing advice that you can give to anybody i think especially ones that are just beginning to experience things themselves so thank you so much savannah for being here today i really had fun talking to you and i'm sure uh, people will take your um, words to insight as well so yes and feel free to book a session with me at the rhode island medium.com um and or you can um text me my phone number is right on the website there as well Okay, great. Just before we let you go today, have you been working on anything lately that you want to talk about before we go? One thing that I've been doing recently, which has been really making a difference in my everyday life, is taking a few minutes every day to dance while no one is watching. And I know that sounds wild, and I know that sounds like, come on, like, I, like how I'm going to do that. Like, I can hear it. I hear you people. Don't think I am psychic. I can hear what you're saying. Like, trust me. I'm not saying you need to do it every day. I'm saying when you're feeling like, eh, or you could use a jolt of energy, or you put on that jam that you know you're going to work to and that you are going to get down with your bad self and you're going to literally let your spirit fly and it, you don't have to be good. I am not the best dancer, but it gets you back in your body. It gets you in your physical body. It gets you feeling it. And that, that vibration and that energy coming through you. And it's also put your headphones on, blast those headphones, play the song that your heart is calling you that you've been loving and on repeat, play that song and dance your heart out. Just do it once a week. If like literally once a week, one song a week, you have three minutes a week to dance. And you have three minutes where no one is I don't care if it's in your bathroom, if you're doing it in your garage, if you have to dance in your car, or you can chance. That's chair dancing without being provocative. So that's what my mom likes to call it. But whatever you got to do, there you can move and groove. And when you move and groove, it's going to get you to a happier headspace. And I feel like that's needed right now. I feel like we're, especially with all the craziness in Afghanistan that's going on and, and the Delta variant coming into play. People need a little sense of joy and a little spark. And sometimes we're always seeking from other people or joy in our spark. But we got to remember, like, we can create that joy in our spark within ourselves. And if we do that, we can really start channeling that energy and having more of a positive experience. And you're going to 
leave that one song and do two songs the next time. And you're going to want to dance more and do another song because it's making you happy because you are letting your, as I like to call it, letting your freak flag fly, which everyone has and everyone should do. <laughs> no, that's perfect advice for these days. Um, maybe people should try that more often and have a happier day. Both, and like end, no so. judgment. No or judgment have at a family all. dance party of no judgment. Also yeah. a fabulous where everyone just gets to get their energy up together. Like, don't think you have to do it alone. I just do it alone because sometimes I just don't like to dance in front of people. I'm more get down with my bad self when I'm not in front of others. <laughs> so, or unless I've had a few drinks, then obviously. But. <laughs> well, that works too. It gets people a little more loose that way. So, but thank yeah, you, you so much for the advice. Way. Yeah. 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 Which, however you are called to do this, dance. <laughs> yep thank you for the advice i'm sure some people will try that out and uh, see if it works for them so thank you so much savannah for being here it's been wonderful having you and i appreciate you taking your time out to talk with us here today on haunty live thank you so much for having me